Jazzcast Pros. This episode's all about routine. Big shout out to Jazzcast Pros, Jazzy T for keeping me on point and making sure I have things to talk about. So this came up in our conversation. I was telling her about what was happening and she was like, bam, well, that's your episode. And so bam, that's my episode. So all about you seeing how I implement the tools. So I talk about routine a lot. And I mentioned this in our last episode about routine and developing routine and how I'm using routine in my life to help my brain function better. I actually hate routine. I want to just get up and be a free bird just out here doing whatever I feel like doing. And so routine to me is very difficult to implement, but I know that routine will jumpstart and kick, you know, better mental health vibes. So I kind of looked at my life and said, all right, what can I do? What routine can I implement that is not going to cause more stress? Because creating a routine that causes stress is not helpful. Welcome to the Healthy Illness Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Marie. Healthy Illness is the podcast helping you build better relationships while living with mental health conditions. I live with mental health conditions and use all my life, all the experience, all the therapy, all the training, all the education, and show you how I do it. So today's share, because usually it's all about, hey, here's this tool. I'm actually going to show you how I'm applying routine to my actual life in the midst of my current actual chaos. That is today's episode. All about applying the tool, what it looks like in real life, in real time, because I'm doing it right now. So like, subscribe, share, all of the things. I want to know if anything in the episode resonates with you. Throw a comment up in there. I'll get the notification or you can email me at Front Seat Life. Front Seat Life is who I am. That's my business. Front Seat Life at gmail.com or head over to the website frontseatlife.com, front seat, like driving the car in the front seat, frontseatlife.com. I am in the midst of a lot of chaos, in the midst of a lot of things I can't control, I have no control over. And so with this mindfulness lens, it's all about experiencing the present moment. At the same time, life is lifing. And so how do I not judge my brain for focusing on life lifing? How do I circle back around and reel in those thoughts when the negative talk starts, when the realistic, like things that are actually going horribly, when those things are starting to take over, right? It's focusing on the present moment. I love using mindfulness in the morning. So Usually if you take a mindfulness class or you start studying mindfulness, you know, they'll tell you 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes, you know, like work your way up to your practice. So for me, my practice literally is two minutes in the morning when I brush my teeth. I have a toothbrush. It automatically brushes. It runs off batteries for two minutes. I brush my teeth every day. And so I was looking for a way to include mindfulness without hesitation, like without thought, without having to find time. And that is what I'm doing. How do I incorporate mindfulness in a meaningful way for me 
because it's, it's all about what works for you. So for me, how do I incorporate mindfulness? How do I do it on a regular basis? How can I make it a consistent practice? Do something every day or just about every day. And for me, it's brush my teeth. Well, I brush my teeth every day. There are days that I do not use this two minute practice because I'm running late or whatever, you know, life be life. And so that is my mindfulness practice. So things are a little more chaotic than my usual chaos. You might even be able to hear it in my voice. I'm a little high, fast paced in my speech. Just a lot is happening. A lot is, is, is going on. So. Like some things have come up, you know, my work life is stressful. We talked about that when I had uh, Marie Cannon on the podcast and Coach Michelle on the podcast. And so, you know, having those conversations with those incredible, amazing women around mental health and what mental health means to them and incorporating the practices and doing the things. I needed to do more than just my two minutes of mindfulness. I think I mentioned before, I know that I have, that there are times when I get caught up in what to wear. And so I will change my clothes four times before leaving the house because this doesn't feel right. That is an indication for me that I need to pay attention to what's happening in my life because most of my clothes match. I mean, very few two things I pull together don't go together. So if I get into this space where I don't, know what's where. I can't figure out what's where. I put it on and it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. It just, something's not right about it. That's a sign for me to pay attention to what's happening in my life because that's something outside of the usual. So I believe, I believe, I know, I know that I am an attractive person. And so I take selfies all the time. And this is where Front Seat Chronicles came from, which then birthed Front Seat Life. I was taking selfies a lot in my initial recovery in 2013 after my suicide attempt. And so that started because my brain was telling me that I was ugly. Not just like you got a big gap in your teeth, like the facts, like you see it, it's there. But like, I am not an attractive person. I am ugly. My face is ugly. I'm overweight. I know that. I've been overweight since birth. Like that is a part of who I am as a human being right now. Right. And so, and accepting my size is different than my brain telling me negative talk about my body. Like I'm body shaming me. And so that is outside of my healthy space. So I know when I start having those conversations, not like, oh, your arms are big. My arms, side note, are abnormally large for my body size. That is how I'm built. So that's also a fact. Me having that conversation and being like, oh, my arms are so big is one thing thankful to have arms. So that would be reversing the self-talk. Like what are the benefits? I have two arms. Everybody doesn't have two arms. Are they bigger than other people? Yep. But it is what it is. And so that is different than shaming me, uh, different than using negative talk about me, calling myself ugly, not seeing the beauty in me. And there's a difference between being pretty and being beautiful. I believe I'm both. So keep your your conversation and feelings to yourself if you disagree. That's your opinion of me. And I don't like, I don't care. So when it comes to me and how I see myself, when my brain is telling me negative things and not because I've done something wrong, like, oh, your hair is lopsided or 
this dress doesn't look good on you. And the dress literally does not look good, but it looked good last week. Like those types of differences in how I see myself, I know it's time to pay attention. So I'm telling you all of that to tell you that that is something I use to be able to gauge where my headspace is. When I start having that negative self-thought talk about my physical appearance, that's outside of fact. And the clothing piece, the beauty piece, those are two signs. And so I didn't really have the your unattractive conversation, but in this recent go around and trying to always stay on top of the signs and symptoms, I was having an issue with the clothes and trying to find something to wear in the morning, but also I was looking for some structure or routine in my life. So I'm I'm doing my morning two-minute meditation. I started taking Tai Chi classes and I enjoyed the classes that I took. And like what I know for me, I know that I need to then go to the toolbox, implement the tools. So I know that routine helps the brain and I'm not big on routine. Like I actually hate routine. I want to just get up and be a free bird just out here doing whatever I feel like doing. And so routine to me is very difficult to implement, but I know that routine will jumpstart and kick, you know, better mental health vibes. So I kind of looked at my life and said, all right, what can I do? What routine can I implement? What can I put in the place? What works for me right now that is not going to cause more stress? Because creating a routine that causes stress is not helpful. What can I do? And so I married this the clothing piece with me needing routine and also exercising control, right? At the top of the show, I talked about things kind of being all over the place and and being chaotic. I have to find a place to live. The owners of the home are selling the home in a a couple months. Work is work. I, I lead a team of about 16 people. And, um, you've gone from one person, me, to 16 people in two years. There's been some, not a lot of turnover, but we have some fellowship positions that have turned over and it's a lot. And so managing my day job and all of that includes managing my personal life, all that includes my therapy sessions have shifted a little bit in that You know, I'd schedule something and I'd have to change my appointment. And then um, my therapist actually needed to change one of the appointment days. And so it's been a long time between my appointments. But here's the thing. I know I know tools. Why do I know tools? Because I know tools have saved my life. I know that using the tools have worked to my advantage to help me grow and help me manage in many ways. And so we've talked about DBT and what DBT means to me and, and being able to use DBT to kind of restructure my brain and thought processes. And I go back to DBT and that all of the tools that are in DBT, mindfulness being one of them, pulled together a routine that works for me. So I have for the last month or so have created structure in my life in a way that only I control. I can't control what the owners of my home do. I'm a renter. I can't control what my staff does. They're individual people. Now there are 
policies, procedures I could put into place to exercise, quote unquote, more control, but they are people and they're going to do what they want to do. So I can't control them. I can't control the heat in my office. My office is always cold. I like it cold, but when I, listen, when I tell you this office cold, this office it's cold and it's a old building, blah, blah, blah. So I can't control the heat or temperature in the office. I can't control anything that's out of my control. So what's in my control, even though it's in my life, I can't control when the bills come in. I can't control when payments come in from sponsors or clients. I can't, I can't control that stuff. When it gets here, I can control what to do with it when it comes. But in the meantime, this list of things that are out of my control is out of my control. What I can control is what I wear every day. So just hear me out. Understanding, creating routine is something that is beneficial to my brain. Understanding that I don't like routine. So whatever I create has got to be something that works for me. I came up with this wear one color in my wardrobe for a week. So every week I have to wear, I choose to wear, right? I choose to wear one color. Now, not a monochrome outfit like this week, the color is green. I have on a tan shirt, but my pants are green. Last week, the color was orange, maybe. Uh, Another week, the color was blue. I have a lot of blue, so I went general blue. I started dark blue, but towards the end of the week, I was like, I like this skirt, and I'm going to wear it. And it wasn't dark blue, but it was still blue, so it was still in the rules. So one of the the rules to this rule that I've created for myself is that I can't choose black. That's too easy. And I'd have to wear black all week, which for me, I look like I'm in mourning because I don't wear black that often. I'm a big color person. And to kind of stay away from neutral colors because neutral colors go with everything. Like I chose burgundy one week. So I need something else to wear with a pair of burgundy slacks. So if I use neutral colors as my color for the week, it then eliminates my options when I need shirt or sweater or pants or whatever to wear with my color for the week, quote unquote. So a couple things here. I have a lot of clothes. Okay. And I acknowledge that I have more clothes than I thought I had because I actually thought it would be a challenge to wear a certain color a week. Like I wanted the routine, but also wanted to give myself a challenge in, in finding a color. I had no challenge. Like whatever the color is, I'm good. And by the end of the week, I still have more clothes I could pick from. So that opens up another possibility of scaling back my wardrobe another day, not even going there. This is all about routine adding structure to my life using the tools. And so over the last couple of weeks, I have felt this settling in me. There has been more, I don't want to use the word stability because I have not been unstable, but less anxiety. There has been less anxiety in my life because of this forced implemented structure that I have applied to my life. And so it gives my brain something to focus on. It gives my brain something to control, 
when I feel like and I see around me all of these things being out of control. I'm sharing this with you because what, again, first of all, what works for me may not work for you. But I know that I talk a lot about using tools and, you know, how to be kind to yourself, how to exercise grace, how to be the light. Like you, you should quote unquote do these things. But what does it really look like? Right. What, what does creating control, creating a routine actually look like day to day? For me, I needed something that was challenging, something that was fun still, but would give myself some structure. And to be honest, something that if I decide tomorrow I don't want to do it, I don't have to do it. It's been a couple weeks, several to be exact, and I'm still doing it. I don't know how long I'll be doing it. I'm waiting to see when I, I get the okay from myself to to kind of break this mold. But it, it's been interesting. And actually, it, it's been fun looking at my clothes. And I am often match with one of my staff members. We just happen to wear the same colors. And so this has been interesting because they didn't realize what was happening. We just, we were out of sync for a little while. And then we kind of got back into sync again, very odd. Like we don't talk outside of work. I don't know this person. We just come into work and we have on the same clothes and like same hue of a weird color. So it's always interesting when we match and we have not been matching lately. Why? Because I've been wearing the same color every day. So that has been, (laughs) that's been interesting in and of itself is seeing how it kind of plays off of, you know, everyone else around me. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like you get to work or you get to a location and everybody's got on the same colors. Like, how do we all decide to wear pink today? Right. Well, pink's probably not a great one because of Barbie, but some color green. I'm wearing green. And, uh, you know, it becomes this hilarious, you know, kind of thing. So I'm just using the tools. I am living my life the best of my ability, you know, dealing with a lot. And and I think maybe next time we could talk about the role fails. I think that's an important conversation to have, like failing as a wife, failing as a mother, failing, you know, in, in a, these different roles in my life and what that means to be on the healing journey. So I'm definitely going to cover that because that's something I'm dealing with right now, but wanted to kind of shed the light on what using the tool of creating routine can look like for you. It may or may not be wearing the same color all week. It could be going to bed at the same time. It could be waking up at the same time. It could be meal prepping. It could be budgeting, like whatever works best for you. Because again, you know, I'm talking about relationships. And so what relationship, this is a relationship with myself, relationship with clothes. What relationship can you better? What relationship is easiest for you to focus on to be able to build routine? It's going to vary from person to person. And you might try something and say, that's not it. That is okay. On to the next one. No judgment. It's all good. We tried something. It didn't work out. We're going to try something else and keep going until we find a match for ourselves. If you have ever done this before, I would love to get your feedback. Like, what was the experience like for you? I have not run into anyone yet that has done such a thing, but I'm interested. Very interested. (laughs) So please send me an email. 
reach out to me in the comments. Have you done this experiment? Have you created routine in this way? As always, I want to make sure that I give you some resources. So I'm going to shout out to one one. It is just a resource. I have no relationship to them. And just know that it's a national network. And if you call two one one on your phone or look up two one one in your browser, ask Google, Siri, or Alexa, they will pop up on your screen. You can put in a keyword search, a zip code search, a city or town search for resources in your area, whether it's respite or mental health or a doctor or senior services, like whatever it is you you're looking for, two one one is a great place to start. And the talk line. I mentioned the talk line uh, whenever we're together and you can dial 988 on your phone if you are ever in crisis or if someone you know is in crisis, if they need someone to talk to, if they're suicidal, if you're suicidal, if you are having thoughts of harm for yourself or others, call 988. There are trained people that will answer the phone. They're going to ask you some questions to make sure you're not in imminent danger. So just want to let you know that when you called, what to expect. And they're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's confidential. No insurance is necessary. They're there to answer the call. You can also text 741-741, text help or talk to 741-741. And 911, 911 is available and there to serve. We know that there's issues with 911 in many communities for black and brown folks. And that is what it is. At the same time, if you're experiencing a medical emergency, please dial 911. All right. Listen, blessings to you. Be the light. I hope that I'm in the Northeast. I'm in Buffalo and we have this storm kind of not real, not well, no, let me not say storm because you'll be thinking that we're getting six feet of snow. We're not. We got some snow coming. We got this. But there is snow uh, and storms throughout um, this area, throughout the the Northeast. And uh, be safe, right? Prepare. Make sure your family has a weather preparedness plan. You can Google that information. Make sure you've got a to-go kit and, and all the things. It's so much. There's so much happening. But... So add that to your list of things to do, right? But wanted to raise that for you in case that's something that you don't have. So until the next time, I encourage you to be the light. And that's all I got.